You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Retro Detroit Nerd Fighters Podcast. My name is Ian, the well-informed, and I'm here with Phil the Philobadger, correct? Yeah, and uh, I'm feeling like Dr. Luigi in a Dr. Mario world right now. Um, Dr. Lu- <laughs> okay. Uh, you said Dr. Luigi? Yes, Dr. Luigi. Um, there's an actual There's an actual Dr. Luigi game? Well, he's he's a he's a side character in the new Dr. Mario world. It's nice. Uh, it's Although nice. I, th- I think I think I forget if it was for Wii, Wii or Wii U. I think there actually was a downloadable Doctor Luigi game at one point. But he's none of the primary colors, and no. that's the running theme, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you got to get those. Uh, d- got to <clears throat> you got to have microtransactions for something. No, that's not how it works. <laughs> uh can't entice yeah. you to buy uh, buy DLC if you can't uh, put Doctor Luigi or Doctor Bowser or Doctor Peach up for grabs. Um, there, it doesn't make much sense. I mean, they're taking pills, so you can't be exactly. Nothing makes peachy. sense when you're nothing makes sense when you're on drugs, Ian. <laughs> nothing makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that's why <laughs> we're here with Pop. Is <laughs> Don't do drugs, kids. Don't do, don't do drugs. Except (laughs) for caffeine. Except for caffeine. Don't take medical advice from a podcast, though. Don't take medical advice from a podcast unless it's from the Podcast Detroit Network. (laughs) (laughs) And even then, approach with caution. Approach with caution. (laughs) Talk to your doctor about listening to us. (laughs) And see if the Retro Detroit Nerd Fighters is right for you. Exactly. What would our side effects be then? Our side effects would be having to listen to ourselves. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Just endless screaming into the void then. Endless screaming into the void. Um, I don't have a clever transition into <laughs> um, what I was going to say next, but um, I do want to start off with something a little more um, heavy-hearted and um, outside of the um, gaming, um, because I want to make sure that uh, one of my friends um, uh, gets a hold of this. Um, one of my um, one of my um, uh, uh, mentors passed away. One of my really good teachers passed away over the last couple weeks. <laughs> and, Condolences on that. Hmm? Condolences on that. Condolences on that. Um, I'll say her name here, and I'm pretty sure, um, like none of our audiences, um, heard of her. her name is, uh, Barbara Moore. She, um, 
was very good at, um, I would say, uh, special education. Taught people. Um, she taught people who had a range of uh, physical and quote unquote mental disabilities, such as like dyslexia, Asperger's, um, autism. Um, she was very good at what she did, and I um, greatly respect what she did as a whole. Back when I was, back when I was um, uh, starting to become an adult, and when and being an adult, because I look back at my um, being able to teach within um, being a substitute paraprofessional, I started to see how much um, back work she had to do with parents uh, and her peers, telling her that, um, what's it called, um, how much she had to deal with, because it's a lot to deal with everyone from all sides. It certainly are, and it, you know, teachers in general don't don't get enough respect in our in our society, and you know, I'm sure that goes double for special ne- special needs teachers. So, the one the ones who who make a difference, you know, really got to appreciate them. She, um, um, she, this is I'm showing my age on this. She was masterful in teaching something called Orton Gillingham. <laughs> if you've ever heard of that. I have not. Um, um, she, in, in terms of me, she, um, taught, um, she was, um, I kind of emulated her. She always taught me to, um, read the book and then take a couple steps back and, ask why um the metaphorical book of course um um, always to take a couple steps back and ask how they came up with that conclusion Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i've kind of (laughs) lived with that to this day taking the extra couple steps back to understand um the book as a whole and also understand the creator a little bit better (laughs) Mm-hmm. So, um, yes, um, thank you for helping me and the people within the uh, disabled community. Um, but, yeah, um, 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 would you, Phil, have anybody that you um, – found as an inspiration or a mentor or um i mean i've but uh, i've I've been folks along the way who've you know kind of lifted me up to the next to the next level but you know i don't really i can't put my finger on anybody i would consider a mentor who's kind of followed me through multiple stages of life um you know Going from high school to college to, you know, adulthood, you know, and then progressing on from there to married life to parenthood, you know. 
Um, hopefully, none of them are Peter Molyneux or <laughs> anyone no, no. like that. No, no, no. I'm not. I've not learned life lessons from them. Yeah. Maybe Reggie Fils-Aimé. Maybe someone like that, though. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. maybe. Um. You know, I think I think Reggie, you know, wanted us all to just have fun along the way. So, you know, appreciate him for that. Yeah. And I hope he's enjoying retirement right now. No, he's I looked at his Twitter. He's enjoying staying very, very active. <laughs> but, uh, but speaking of uh, active. um um, I heard there was a Kickstarter that actually delivered on its promise. Uh, there have been a couple. Um, is there a specific one you're referring to? I mean, I hope it doesn't involve a ritual, though. Oh, oh, yeah, we, we talked about this last night, didn't we? Yes. The, the ritual of the night. <laughs> uh, yes. Deli- it delivered uh, about two years late, but it did deliver. Yeah. Um, I have to disclose, I, I was one of the Kickstarter backers for this pro, for the Ritual of the Night project. And, uh, two years later, I, I'm, I'm happy with the results. Yay. They, um. For those of you who don't know, um, Ritual of the Night was kind of feels like, uh, spiritual successor slash remake slash sequel slash whatever, whatever to, um, the the uh, classic Castlevania Symphony of the Night, which was the very first PlayStation game I ever bought. Yeah, um, I have even a, before I bought a PlayStation, I I uh, used a roommate's PlayStation to play it originally. Nice. Um, I mean, um, yeah. So, I mean. From what I've heard, it could have been kind of a Castlevania game with Dracula. I'm not giving any spoilers out. There isn't Dracula in this game, even no. though um, it's kind of he yeah, could have it's, used, it's, it's kind of divo- yeah, it's kind of divorced from all the Castlevania um, mythology. Even though um, Koji Igarashi is kind of the name behind both of those projects. Um, I'm I'm very pleased right now with the way with what I've seen from uh, from Ritual of the Night, and I hope I hope uh, they make a sequel at some point. I hope it doesn't take 22 years to get one. Ah, that <laughs> why 22 though? <laughs> uh well, 22 years since uh, Symphony of the Night, which uh, I think came out in '97. That is, I um I didn't. Catch, um, I didn't know that, but but I should have because I've been binge watching um, um, SDDQ. But <laughs> and for people who don't know what that is, that's summer games done quick. You said that kind of fast. I didn't pick up all the letters, so you're kind of going with the theme. Um, summer games. games. Done, done quick. quick. Okay. okay. Yes. Got it now. <laughs> yes. I think yes. But yeah, it, just binge watching um, old video games that I used to play, and come to realize that if I 
were to just pick up the game one time, I could um, finish at world record pace. <laughs> like, um, you'd they have to did a... Hmm? Yeah, you'd have to know the game extremely well to know where all the glitches are. I mean, there's this... Um, I saw one uh, uh, video about... Um, uh, you ever play the game um, Ninja Turtles for Turtles in Time? Uh, yeah, I have. I don't think I've finished it, though. I finished it so many times, I could replay it and feel like it was yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, the world, um, like the world record time is 20 minutes. Oh, wow. And. I um, beat it without glitches in less time. So, <laughs> so we'll see if I try you gotta go to go for the record, Ian. I, in that case, I gotta go for the record. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Um, that convention is more about um, what's it called? Giving to charity, mm-hmm. um, bigger charities, which I'm not um, I'm not a big fan of giving to big charities unless they're like Make-A-Wish or things of that nature. So, You're kind of more a fan of the smaller charities? Or? Yeah, I know I've said that before. Right. But, all, um, I mean, all, all charities aren't. We're not, dis- we're not trying to say that big charities aren't important, but the smaller ones get do get overlooked, so yeah, I, yeah. So, um, so um, let's see what else. Um, I guess they're what? gonna. I guess they're making a Cuphead show. Did you see about that? Oh, I completely saw that. I, <laughs> I mean, um, what are they thinking though? <laughs> Well, I mean, I I finally dove in and bought a Cuphead for Switch, and it's as hard as everyone says it is, but it's got a certain <laughs> amount of charm to it, and uh, uh, I'm kind of curious to see how this uh, how this series comes out. It's going to be an animated series, um, supposedly tracking uh, you know Cuphead and Mughead as they try to dig themselves out from a deal with the devil. Which is kind of the plot of the Cuphead game, so. I mean, their um, art style is um, is based off the um, Jeff Fleischer animated shorts. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks amazing to see it in action. Yes, it does. I, I bought it on PC, and I know what our audience is thinking. Ian bought a game on PC <laughs> instead of Nintendo. What? <laughs> but no. Um, uh, no, I'm kind of worried for the TV series and the fact that the I saw a picture for the like the title, uh, like for the intro, and it looks a lot like it's going to be. A children's show, like <laughs> I don't see how that will work as a show. Like, um, 
Um, I don't know. I don't know that it's so much for kids as it is for kids at heart. Kids, kids at heart. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I mean, if they're trying to gear it more toward um, the seven to thirteen demographic, I don't feel like it is going to work out and be successful because of. Um, because the game itself is an M game. It's mm-hmm. meant to be mature. <laughs> well, when I say when I say kids at heart, I really mean, you know, the, you know, the, you know, kind of more folks who might society might look on and see, oh, they're all grown up, but you know, they still have an appreciation for, you know, for for old cartoons and, you know, things that you know, ma- made them smile as a child. Yeah, like um, to say like adults. Yes. 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 Like kids. At, um, yeah. It, and I think yeah, if it's geared toward the teenage and the adults, then it will work. But if mm-hmm. it's geared toward uh, uh, children, uh-huh. I don't. You know, and I, I, I you know, and I think I think those old, especially the old Looney Tunes, um, the, those hold up so well today, because um, you know, though they're just incredible with you know the with the layers of references that we'd put in that you know one level appeals to the kids who would be watching, and then when grown-ups watch, or you come back to it as an adult, you watch it on an entirely new level, and you pick up things that you didn't. That you know just were right over your head as a child, and uh, yeah, I yeah I, I like those old uh, old Warner Brothers cartoons even still to this day when I get a chance to watch them. Yeah, and i i have <laughs> I have an appreciation for them too, and it's like a um, sometimes when I um um. I look back at uh, the Animaniacs, and you have a a great appreciation for the adult jokes in there. Yep, they kind of replicated that with the Animaniacs, and I think to a lesser degree, Pinky in the Brain um, in the nineties. So, yeah, um, but I know that um, um, information that doesn't work out um, that is kind of fake um a lady named Belle Delphine was how, d- selling how, d- how deep are these fakes going Ian it's not the oh, we'll, we'll get to that we'll in a get moment. To, okay we'll get to that we'll yeah. get to that okay. <laughs> we'll get we'll get to that in the next story okay got okay no um there's this lady named Belle Delphine who decided um to sell her bath water why to Get attention for what? To get attention. Oh, oh, that's right. I forgot. I attention mean, is a mean is an end in itself. Yes, it it is an end in itself. And so somebody posted an article about um, that. Pel Delphine is getting sued. <laughs> I think I heard about that. For, I didn't. At, I didn't really see why, though. Um, because her DNA isn't in the water. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
that's uh, yeah. I, I, so they're suing because the water isn't filthy. The water isn't filthy. Yes. Um, okay. Um, but that turns out to be a false accusation. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. No, I mean, no part of that makes sense to me. The only reason it would make sense is if she, for um, wordplay reasons, or if she um, moved to Isle Delfino <laughs> mm-hmm. because of her name. Right, right. Yes, because that isn't bright. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I just wanted to have a short story that intended to be funny, but just it's came really, out as really truly, like, truly awkward. <laughs> what, 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 what are you people thinking? I, I, I think, I think that's that's kind of the the segment here. Is what are you people thinking? Yes, what are you thinking? Um, um, yeah, it's just the type of YouTube stories that are getting posted now and again. <laughs> It's like I'm looking for better content that <laughs> actually um, I can um, I can laugh at or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, we could talk about the um, um, guy who had a raging fit at uh, Bagel Balls, but um. Do we want to stop talking about that like a boss? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe when the guy grows up. Maybe when the guy grows up. It's, <laughs> yes. And when we t- – hey, the guy we're talking about is Danny DeVito. <laughs> he wishes he was Danny DeVito. Wishes he was Danny DeVito. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Um, but no. Um um, what were we going to talk about? Um, I mean, I think we're going to talk about um, news that talk, was fake. Are we going to talk about Jim Carrey and The Shining? Um, I uh, mean, how somebody in, made a deep fake that put Jim Carrey into The Shining and was kind of creepy. I mean, I watched the Sonic trailer and his head is bald and shiny, but uh-huh. um, I kind of refused to watch him in The Shining. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, haven't, because, I haven't watched The Shining at all, so <sighs> just one of those movies in the 80s I just haven't gotten to. I've watched it and it's people say that it's scary uh-huh. and I'm not scared. Uh-huh. <laughs> not at all. I mean... I so you're underst- saying Jack Nicholson seems like a perfectly ordinary guy there? No, I'm not saying that at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. I'm just saying that it doesn't scare me. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's um <sighs> doesn't scare me. <laughs> I don't know why. I the one movie that scare um um, scares me the most is A Clockwork Orange. Ooh, yeah, I haven't seen that one either. I've heard it's weird. Ah. 
No. Um, the <sighs> No. Um, now, I will the, say the original Jurassic the original Jurassic Park did make me jump a couple of times. That movie made me jump a little bit as well, uh, especially like the last, I'd say, 30 minutes of that movie mm-hmm. um, made uh, made me um, stand on edge. But yeah, um, but we've been talking about um, we've been talking about um, um, things that shine. Do we want to talk about um, uh, things that are um, – I am ruining the joke right here and now. Um, do we want to talk about the light bulb or the switch light? <laughs> oh, um, you mean uh, the thing that Nintendo's releasing that's going to be what people thought the Wii U should have been? Um. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know too much about it. So I mean, please. it's the the switch light is coming out in September. It's you know, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's uh, it's got the switch hardware, but it's going to not have. It's going to have fixed Joy Cons. Um, see, so the they won't detach. Um, it's going to be handheld only. Kind of, kind of. Think folks are thinking it's going to edge out the 3ds finally. I I do see some. Uh, I have seen some people saying if the numbers for the 3ds still stay up, that Nintendo is going to try to keep it. Um, but I've not really heard of anything at all cuts coming for it. I haven't much either, but this. It is a uh, good. Eh, I like playing on it. <laughs> oh yeah, no, the 3DS is a good system. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, there's no denying it's probably got more. You know, more years behind it than ahead of it. Certainly. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's been a. It's been a. It's been out there since 2011. So. Yeah. Nintendo gets a lot of years out of their handheld systems. Yeah, like even their first. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, there is some theories that they'll um, that the Switch will have two more portable releases before they um, get the next. Uh, um, the next hardware, like mm-hmm. the next upgrade. <laughs> right, right. But, but yeah, um, I mean, it, I see it having some promise, but I think, that's I all. Think, I think it has some promise, especially if it's sold alongside the original Switch and, you know, folks have an option. Yeah. So... Um, um, do we want to talk about a company that is showing some promise? Uh, yeah. I, I, I want to, yeah, let's talk about something good. Um, that's too bad. Uh, oh, <laughs> I mean, you had me going there. I know I did. And then, I mean, and then there was a turn that I did not expect. 
Yes. It, um, did you hear about a company called G2A? Uh, I've heard about them in the past. Um, folks kind of had the impression they're not always on the up and up. Um, I'm guessing that's still the case. Is that is that right? Um, yeah, uh, that's exactly right. <laughs> um, it's believed, allegedly, that G2A is committing fraud against developers and publishers on their site by giving uh, uh, people free passes to games. Oh, Weren't they weren't they caught a while ago like selling fake Steam keys that were fake? Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Oh, they're doing it again. Huh? They're, that they're, old chestnut. Yes. Um, so yeah, um, G2A is for corny jokes' sake blowing off steam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but unfortunately, they can't make any puns about the Epic Game Store with that one. <laughs> oh. That's true. Um, Maybe that's just hopefully if they if they go down this time, it will be an epic fail. It won't be an epic fail. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. It's like it's unfortunate. It's um, um, they did right, and they did. Um, I believe they posted on Reddit saying, oh, fraud isn't all that bad. <laughs> I'm like... Sounds I, like somebody's angling for a government job. <laughs> <laughs> um, and um, I wonder who it is. I mean, it's going over my head right now. <laughs> but... That's just, spe- that's, just, that's just me blowing off steam about the... Uh, the U.S. government right now. Oh, okay. I see. Yes, I got you. But uh. oh, I'm sure maybe somebody in the in the U.S. government saying, "I like the cut of their jib." <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, but I really want to. Um, I really hope that. Um, have you ever watched? Um, What's the name of the show? Um, Venture Brothers. I think I tried to watch an episode once, and I could not figure out what was going on. <laughs> You're not supposed to. I hope there's somebody in intelligence that's like um, the character named Hunter Gathers. <laughs> because... Um, <laughs> um, because they need intelligence mm. and need to start using it, right? I guess. right. But no, it's um. But I'm not talking about anybody specific. Um, no, um, I mean I know. Um, speaking of non-particular people, um, you know how Jim Sterling says there's these whales. Within yes. uh-huh. games, um, do you know who these whales are? Uh, well, I mean, I know every every game with uh, microtransactions does hope to snag a whale or two because then they'll they'll be able to sell loads and loads of microtransactions to them. 
Um, but uh, yeah, the whales are basically, you know, folks who play a game with microtransactions who have more money than cents. Yeah, that's, that's, I mean, that's the way I see it. And when, um, uh, when you say more money than cents, you're talking about adults. Uh, sometimes, yeah. I think I think that's who the game developers tell themselves the, these whales are. But I think a lot of times, you know, it's I, I think there's more, been more than a couple stories about how it's kids who don't have a good sense of of the value of money and easy access to dad's credit card. Yeah, and it's um, yeah, part of it. I mean, the two demographics are one, adults who have gambling addictions mm-hmm. and kids who don't have any um, sense of money, mm-hmm. who don't know any better. Mm-hmm. And both of these, um, it's, I mean, you've got to lead by example, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. You've got to lead by example. So when... Uh, places that have these microtransactions um, have these type of games. Uh, and are there are there? Uh, and you gotta look at uh, companies like Nintendo. Do they um, do they try to? Uh, um, encourage gambling or um, um, do they try to um, uh, stay consistent over time and do good marketing points like having uh, what's it called amiibos and things like that yeah I think I think I consider Nintendo to be kind of one of the better better examples in this space um, you know in their mobile games, the ones that I've tried, I don't feel their their come ons for the microtransactions are very aggressive. Um, they definitely let you know that they're there, but you know, we were joking at the top of the show about Doctor Mario World. Um, I've kind of been a fan of that since it landed in the mobile app stores, probably in the earlier this week. Um, and it's you know, but. I've been able to make uh, pretty good progress, I think, with with just the free stuff. Um, yeah. It might be a little more, bit more of a grind, but you know, I'm okay with that. And I don't feel the the commands have been very aggressive. Now, I'm going to contrast this with another game that came out earlier this week called the Mighty Quest for Epic Loot. Um, it also debuted on at least iPhone earlier this week. I'm not sure if it's on Android or not. Um, that one is made by Ubisoft. And uh, I'm kind of feeling their come-ons for their microtransactions are, are a little bit more aggressive and a little more uncomfortable. Um, it's very, very clearly gating content based on you know whether or not you've paid for something called an epic pass um you know and it hasn't halted me from making progress in the game in the game's campaign but you can kind of clearly see that the uh, come-ons are kind of aggressive and you know i'm kind of at a point where you know ubisoft if you don't address this i'm i'm 
I'm going to probably drop drop your game. And I'll I'll say you know, and I and I won't recommend your game to others. Yeah, and that <laughs> hurts sales, but it's like, um, uh, think I mean, about your customer. I mean, I know um, I'm just one person, but what I know it's one person with the you know, yeah, I'm on a podcast with you know, I with I don't know how many listeners who may or may not follow my example, but I know how I feel, and I'm comfortable with that. And like, and to your point, um. And I, uh, what's it called? Uh, I'm a gambler. Mm-hmm. I, I, with that being, looking at the game and seeing the gameplay and seeing things like, say, FIFA or Star Wars Battlefront 2 or things, or Overwatch or those type of games, I'm like, sorry, I can't play mm-hmm. your game because. I'm one of those whales. Thank mm-hmm. you. <laughs> and uh, you know, I'm I'm not one of those whales. I'm not vulnerable to to those kind of come ons. But you know, they they are they can be annoying. Yeah, I mean, I you know, and I think I think you know, folks who don't consider themselves whales and still have a decent amount of self control, um, and aren't you know susceptible to yeah compulsive gambling. You know, we just we just don't want to be bothered. Yeah, um, we just want to play the game <laughs> at the end of the day. <laughs> I mean, I'm not I'm not I'm not saying I'm against you know throwing throwing a buck or two or five in you know if I feel the value's there. But let me let me do that on my own terms, or charge me five dollars up front, and then you know let me be on my way. Yeah, and if you have content later on that um, is like a DLC or a pass, like say for instance, um, uh, Banjo Kazooie, mm-hmm. um, that's fine. Charge yeah. me five ten dollars, I'll buy it. Uh, I'll buy it if I decide it's worth it. Yeah, but if you um. With stuff like that, but if you mar- but if no you show me that I've completed a quest that I can't redeem because I haven't purchased this epic pass, no, I don't, I'm I'm I don't, I'm not with you there, Ubisoft. I'm I, not. I don't have. Hey, I'm like, I don't have the time. I don't have the money. Sorry, no. Nope. <laughs> I'll just go back to Doctor Mario World. Thank you. Uh, or I'll go back to playing, and I don't have the game Super Mario Maker Two. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll I'll play a game from a developer that 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 respects me, yeah, and my choices and my time, <laughs> and my, yeah, and my time, yeah. But yeah, um, but I hear like within game development, more and more often that developers are um, um, taking it from all sides. <laughs> They are, and it's it's I it's it's a rough gig, and I'm I'm not you know I'm not trying to say I blame the developers for this, even the ones for Epic Quest, because I'm sure some of those directives came from on high, and you know when you're at a certain level, at a certain pay grade, you just have to do what you're told. I mean, yeah, like the level, I mean, the entry level, and even mid level jobs, yeah, you have to be. Um, 
do what you're told. And I'm all fine with that. I mean, completely. But to say, um, and with these companies, they need to do, um, the people at the top need to do a much better job of, um, uh, what's it called? Being clear with the direction so that, um, so when they do the start of the project, you, it's consistent all the way through mm-hmm. from point A. And if you do find things that, um, if you do find things like inconsistencies and things like that, that then that's still okay. It's just you've got to build around it and mm-hmm. record each step. <laughs> uh but no, they um, have people who – there are companies out there who are having their um, – what's it? Um, having their workers work 10 to 12 hours – 10, 12, 14 hours a day. <laughs> and and that's, that's too much. That's just bad management and that, that's going to – Burn out your best talent, or make your ta- or make your talent leave if they get a chance. Your talent is based off of a nine to ten hour day at best. And I, you know, and I, you know, and I, I don't have the references in front of me right now, but I've, I've heard, you know, there are scientific studies that say, you know, working someone, you know, forty hours a week versus sixty hours a week, there's no difference in productivity at the at the end of that. You know, you you, which is to say, you don't get any more out, any more productivity out of a person if you work them sixty hours, eighty hours, a hundred hours a week versus the standard forty. Yeah, and, and that applies to <laughs> manual labor jobs, and especially and, um, and even knowledge worker jobs. Yeah, it's just the same, and it's a matter of just understanding. Oh. If the business is not going to care for their people, then they take union. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think that's um, very much uh, needed in this society. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, but do we have uh, anything else? Um, Mm, no, I don't think so. Nothing else came to my mind. Um, let's see. Um, um, how can I say this? Like, um, oh, I meant, uh, that's right. I meant to give a shout out to a place called, um, a new podcast. They've had, 13 episodes mm-hmm. I um, they're called drunken confessions um, um, the main person in, uh, for that podcast is um, she calls herself Cass Lawrence so um, please give her um, please listen to her if you have the chance she um, the episode I was on talked about um What's it called? Um, superstitions, and I unfortunately made no Stevie Wonder jokes. So, <laughs> but so you're not very superstitious. I'm not. 
I wish I were. <laughs> I listen to um, Sir Duke and some people call me a part-time lover, but mm. that and none of those things are true. <laughs> and, and where can folks find this podcast? You can find that on um, – um, I think you can find it on uh, – you can find it on Facebook at Drunken Confessions. <laughs> okay, they're not. Yeah, because I don't see them listed in Apple Podcasts yet. So, yep. Um, but yeah, they um, they're quite a good group. I um, didn't talk all that much. I really wanted to, but um, it's just kind of been a really long couple weeks. <laughs> mm-hmm. A lot going on, but right. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, like, um, what are we waiting for? Are we waiting for Randy? Uh, wait, would da- would Dave need to uh, to close down or rec- oh. I think Hello. so. He, his ears we were, were burning. Yes, thank you. <laughs> yeah, we were like we were wondering. I is distracted by two randoms that showed up. Oh, <laughs> all right. So we're watching Random Encounters and Stranger Things, <laughs> but no, um, but, unsol- but no unsolved mysteries here. No unsolved mysteries. Uh huh. But yeah. Um. So Phil, uh, where can we find you? Uh, waiting for the uh, new the new patch for Ritual of the Night on the Switch to uh, make some improvements. Nice. Um, yeah, but hey, we can't touch the circle, right? We can't touch the ritual circle. <laughs> no, no, not yet. All right. So I could um, I could be found watching speed runs of Super Mario Maker Two, um, and also at Twitter at informed, uh, informed with an A and. Um, at my site inform.com same thing um, as always um, uh, damage control and um, DFTBA yes thank you <laughs> I know right <laughs> yes <laughs> yes 